Welcome to... <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're starting just like that. Listen, we have a lot of fun. If you're not having fun, if you're not living with joy, peace, and satisfaction, you're not doing it right. So listen, welcome to Prepare to Win. Today, we're going to talk about uh, belief versus police management. You're going to want to hear this episode. Stay tuned. Hi guys, I'm Grace LaPoy and I'm here with David Lowe, the automotive sales coach. And we are talking about police versus belief management, right? And we have to do both sometimes and both are really important. Let's talk a little bit about that. Okay, so it's fantastic. Just this week we're doing um, coaching with excellent boot camps and our training facility has been fantastic. And we're really, we're talking about sales managers and there's not a whole lot of training for sales managers. How do you manage and coach and lead with excellence? So it's, it's a great time together. Right. And it, it, we do a lot of that, and there's more to come. I believe leadership is really the key to getting the results that mm-hmm. we want in life. Now, can I tell you this? Anyone can be a leader. Right. You know what a leader is? Someone who does what they're supposed to do without being asked. Mm-hmm. Isn't that true? That's right. A follower is somebody who has to be constantly pushed to do what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. In life, being a leader is taking personal responsibility for yourself right. and taking action when nobody's watching, That's right. knowing you work for an audience of one, right? Being a follower is constantly sitting around waiting to be told what to do next. So in truth, we all can choose to be a leader, right? Now, we're going to talk a little bit about the actual role of a leader or management, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're in the role, and my job is to make sure that the um, the business's game plan is executed, right. how do I get that done? Especially when not all my team members are leaders yet, right? <laughs> so sales managers, if I'm talking to you, if this is if you're in a car dealership and you're a sales manager, We'd like to change your name to sales coach, but say say you're a sales manager and you're in charge of helping people fulfill the dealership's uh, playbook, operate and execute the dealership's game plan. How do you get them to do it? I always get to ask that. Now, if you're a parent and you're like, hey, how do I get my kids to listen, right? It's the same thing. Same thing. Um, So when we are in charge of someone else, we're responsible for someone else's actions, right, right? right? When we become responsible, we're like their manager. And I'd like, again, to move that to coach. So as your parent, I'm your coach, right? <laughs> and as your sales manager, I'm your coach. And as your coach, I have authority, mm-hmm. don't I? You do. I have authority in your life. And so I'm going to use that authority to help you be better than I am. Right. I'm going to use that authority to protect you and to build you. That's what it's for. Right. So as a, as a parent, as a sales manager, we're going to call you coaches from, out, from here on out. If you're a coach in life or a coach in the dealership, we're going to talk about how to get people to do. So we know that people many times don't do what they're supposed to do because they didn't know they were supposed to do it. Right. <laughs> Our last episode, we talked about being unconsciously incompetent. You don't know what you don't know. We call it ignorance. And by the way, um, we both say we're better today than we were a year ago. I agree with you. I, so a year ago, I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. And right, uh, I believe a year from now we'll be even better than we are today. Would you? Absolutely. Uh, so 
if we would say that, that means there's things that we don't know or can't do right now. Because if we're going to be better a year from now, that means we're not as good today as we will be, right? right. I think right. we can all say that there's an area of ignorance in our life. And I got to be honest with you, I'm 58 years old and I spent a lot of time reading and training myself and developing myself and I was trying to expand my mind. And I run across those aha moments all the time. Like I should have done that. <laughs> it's fantastic. It doesn't make me feel bad. It's like, wow, that's awesome. There's more for me to learn and, and do, right? So that ignorance is why people sometimes don't do what they mm-hmm. should do, right? right, right. Uh, maybe you're not taking care of yourself because you didn't know how to take care of yourself, right? And then there's, of course, weakness. People don't do what they're supposed to do, not because they didn't know they were supposed to do it, but because they're weak. Right. Their skill level is weak. Um, they're maybe... Um, um, confidence level? Huh? Confidence level weak. brings weakness, even though I know I should do it. Since my skill or my experience is low... My confidence is low, you know, and sometimes it shows up in a laziness. Mm -hmm. Laziness is just mental weakness. It really is. Nobody wants to be lazy. That's something we use when we lack purpose and vision and goals, right? So mentally. So there's ignorance and there's weakness. And the third one, of course, is rebellion. People don't do what they're supposed to do because they're like, screw you, I'm not going to do it, right? (laughs) And so there's some of that out there. And so the question is, we're talking about, um, what's the difference between belief and police management? And really it goes down to this. If you're somebody's coach, how do you help them do better? That's what this says. Right. Two ways, two basic ways. We have belief. Okay. Um, who is it that said those who believe obey and only those who obey truly or truly believe. Those who believe obey and those who... So what they're saying is belief is shown in actions. I think it was uh, Diedrich Bonhoeffer said okay. that, right? Okay. And really, he, he's talking about the Christian faith when he's talking about that it's lived out. When right. you see it in somebody's life, if they're following through, you, you see belief. A lot of people will say they believe something, but their actions, what? Say I'll they say don't, right? right? Okay. Now, let me tell you something. You can believe, but lack the discipline to follow through. Right? That's true. But belief should really drive our actions. Mm-hmm. That's our thinking, right. the way we see things. Right. So, a powerful management or coaching skill is building belief in your team. Right. Now, if you've joined us and you're a subscriber on our dealership playbook for automotive sales teams, then you know we spent so much talking about why, right? The psychology of it, why this works, why we do it this way. We want you to believe. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Right. Because if you believe, you'll become a leader. Right. And you'll do it whether anybody asks you to do it or not. I started selling cars. I didn't get any, I got a black and white 50-minute film from the 50s. And so not much training. But I didn't know. 20 years old, had hair down to here. It was permed, and I needed money. And I didn't have lunch money. and took the bus, right? So this was the beginning of my career. And the guy who was wearing a Rolex said, watch this video and do what they say. So, I mean, he's got a Rolex. I have no lunch money. So right. what am I going to do? Right. Right? Right. I'm going to do it. Anyway, one of the things that I picked up from that video was uh, always do test drives and go with uh, your your customer, right? And I did what they told me to do, and I sold cars, and I made money. And so nobody had to ask me to go on test drives. As a matter of fact, I don't get why somebody doesn't go on a right. test drive, right? I'm here to make money. 
and helping a buyer take mental ownership is how I do that, I believe. When I moved out east to sell cars, nobody took test drives out there. And they're like, you don't have to do that here, kid. And I'm like, I don't do it because I have to. Right. So that's a, kind of a, a form of belief. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? It does. Uh, I believe, uh, maybe you believe some things about exercise. What are your belief systems about your body that will probably drive your actions? Right. Belief is a great way to coach ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes the way we we move from unbelief to belief is gathering more information, right? If I want to get in better shape, I might go online and say, tell me about this intermittent fasting, something I learned about a few years ago. I didn't know anything about it. Right. I wanted to learn how to do something better, so I studied intermittent fasting. And guess what happened? I believe in it. <laughs> and because I believe in it, I now do it. Right. Does that make sense? It does, absolutely. So we can take ourselves there. And coaches, your role is to take your people there, whether it be your kids or your sales team. If you're responsible for someone else, it's your role to build their belief system, to help improve their thinking and in turn improve their action. Belief. That's right. The way I see things is the way I do things. Mm -hmm. Now, I will tell you this. There's plenty of people who believe that don't do what they should do. Right. Okay? This is funny. And uh, I'll give you a sad one. I read a thing uh, not too long ago that, so um, as a follower of Christ, of course, one of the things that we do is we believe the Bible is a source of strength and life. Mm -hmm. The very word of God telling us how to live well. And so... Wow, it would make sense to be reading that all the time, kind of reading that and focus, right? Doesn't make sense. That's our belief system. And in fact, the Bible tells you that. This will help you. This will, this will, don't be conformed to the patterns of this world, be transformed. It tells, we know that. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. And, and most Christian households have three Bibles in it. That's the average. But when surveyed, only 17% of Christians said, I read my Bible regularly. Right? Right. What's happening? So my belief isn't really driving my actions there, is it? Right. Can I tell you why? We all struggle to be who we want to be mm-hmm. and do what we want to do. Is that true or false? That is very true. Okay. That's, that's the human condition. Right. Interesting enough, um, I believe that's why the, the um, principle or the natural law of partnership and accountability came together. Partnership and accountability says, you know what? I need somebody to hold me accountable to the values and belief systems that I have so I can take action. That's why I join a church. That's why I join a small group. That's why I get a partner is to help strengthen my belief system. And as my belief system strengthens, so do my actions, right? So I think that if you're thinking to yourself, you know, maybe I really don't believe. I, I don't know that that's true. I think that life right now is pounding us with so many, there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. There's so much conflicting priorities. Right. And so a lot of us are not slowing down enough to choose what we value. So that's one thing. That's a different episode altogether. <laughs> right? And we're talking about day planning. We've talked about it a little already. We're going to keep talking about the ability. When we say yes to something, we say no to something else and vice right, versa. Right. And so a lot of us are moving too fast because we haven't decided 
to pick and choose what to focus on, right? We've become... Uh, uh, we become, uh, you know, a victim of the things coming at us because we've not chose to save ourselves. You can save yourself by choosing to shut off your phone or your TV. You can right. choose right. things, right? Okay. So things are coming at us fast. So how do I gain momentum? How do I help my team gain momentum and do what I want them to do? I police them. That's right. So what do police do? They sit on the highway with a radar gun. <laughs> That's policing. In other words, here's the rule. And if you break it, the only way I can ensure that people follow it is to what? Put that radar gun out there <laughs> right. and have there be a, a penalty. Right. Right? So police management means do this or else. That's kind of <laughs> what that is, right? And I, I will say that um, when I'm driving in a highway, if there's nobody around, I like to drive fast. The thing that keeps me in, in check is going to be that radar gun. <laughs> and so I, can I tell you something about this? Life was created this way. I'm just going to tell you, a lot of people don't understand this, but God gave the Ten Commandments down, not so you can, not to take you to heaven. The Ten Commandments aren't going to get you there. Right. He said the world is built in a certain way, right. that if you violate these principles, you're going to suffer if you violate these, the natural consequences right. of killing someone are great, right? Mm -hmm. The natural consequences of these 10 things, it's built into the world. Right. Consequences are built into the way we live, right? And so we know uh, that there is a police, uh, the natural laws of the universe are policing us, right? Yeah. That We just know that. Okay. So as a coach, though, I can do things to help my team. Now, you have. You started selling cars. So, Grace, obviously, people know Grace was a service advisor, worked with Grace Training on a service advisor, and she, while she was going to college, she went and started selling cars and did that successful and worked with Grace. And and, and when you're selling cars, you, you, had to, you really had to experience this to learn it, didn't you? I did, yes. So we have a step called the dealership tour. And it totally makes sense, doesn't it? It does make sense. Did you know about it? Were you ignorant? No. Did you know you should do it? Yes. Yes. But you you lacked, right, the motivation to I do did. it. So when we say ignorant, no. Weakness, yeah. Yes. We could call weakness <laughs> could also be this lack of motivation, <laughs> lack of truly understanding. Right. What is this going to do for me? Right. So the belief system was not fully formed. Correct. Well, can we say that? Oh, definitely. Listening to the training, you go, that makes sense. Makes sense. But my actions didn't follow. No, it makes sense, but I don't really need it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of where you were. That's right. Okay. Tell that story because that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. So um, it's such a fun story to tell because I get to look back and think, come on, Grace, be better, right? And now I can't be better. Um, so yeah. So those of you who are on training, right, we have this step called the dealership tour. And the step, the, the purpose of this step is obviously to build value in myself, in my dealership, and let my customer know I've got your back, yeah. right? And I knew how to do it. And I kind of knew why to do. I, I kind of knew why, right? And I don't think the full belief obviously wasn't there. Yeah. So I, I had my customers, and I skipped that step, and I walked up to the desk, and I said, uh, "Jamie, I need a deal sheet. And I need an EMI." And he said, "Okay, great." So he's asked me some questions about my deal so far, and he said, "So how was the dealership tour?" And I said, "Well, I I didn't do it." Mm. And he said, "Okay, no worries. Go ahead and do it right now, and then when you come back, I'll get you your EMI and your deal sheet." Right? That's called. <laughs> The nicest police, That's right? A very that nice you're police. Do, right? So yes. I'm pulling you over and giving you a chance to put your seatbelt on instead of writing you a ticket. Right, that's a right. good. That's a nice. That's a, that's a nice police movie. Yeah, okay, it is. So I end up taking them back, and I'm like, oh gosh, okay. And 
first of all, I'm, I'm irritated at myself for not doing my job and kind of getting caught, right? Um, so I take them back there and I, I tell them, all right, here's what service is. I, I did my whole spiel. And right then and there, I got to see my customers, their their eyes lit up and they were they were in awe and they were so excited and so astonished at the fact that I went out of my way to do that extra step for them yeah. and show them how I take care of them, right? They're asking me questions, like their first oil change. And it was right then I had that that epiphany, right? The Everything clicked. I thought, this is why we do the dealership tour. And it yeah. makes sense. And yeah. from, from then on, I never skipped a dealership tour ever again. Now you're a believer. Now I believe it. Those who believe obey, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> right. That's right. great. So sometimes we have to coach through policing. Mm-hmm. We have to insist that people right. do what they're supposed to do, whether they want to or not. Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. And by the way, I do that all the time. At night, 7.30, I'm tired. I know part of my value system is doing my cardio at night, getting up on my bike. I, I value that. Right. And it helps me, strengthens me. And at night, I'll be thinking, yeah, I don't, I'm so tired today. <laughs> There's this inner battle. Yeah. Right? And so sometimes I have to be able to choose my values over my feelings. Mm-hmm. And then when I choose well, my actions strengthen my belief system, don't right. they? That's right. So as you did it, your belief system grew. A lot. You felt the benefit from yes. it, right? Yes. So coaches, don't give up. Always be teaching and coaching. So in our daily huddle on the dealership playbook, we talk about every team should prepare to win every day. Mm-hmm. And every person should prepare to win every day. I don't care if you are um, you have kids and you're at home taking care of them. I don't care if you're a teacher. I don't, I don't care what you do. Prepare to win every day. What's mm-hmm. that mean? Sit down in the morning and think about your day and what you want your day to be. Right. Get your thinking right. Start with it. An attitude of gratitude. Maybe write those three things you're mm-hmm. thankful for, right? Preparing to win is so important. We have a sales huddle for sales, but prepare to win. Let's go ahead and remind everyone what we do and why, why we do it. But it goes beyond that. During the process, a coach's job is to what? Ensure the team is doing what they agreed mm-hmm. to do, what we all know works. That's right. Police management. So it sounds more harsh than this. So <laughs> I believe that in life, uh, when we're coaching someone else, we're responsible for someone else's development. We have to take the responsibility for creating belief, reminding people what we believe and why it, mm-hmm. and even in disbelief or weakness or fear creating that accountability, that that policing that Mm -hmm. says, we're going to do this whether we feel it or not today because it's what we agreed to do, and trust me, it'll benefit you. And the more somebody—I mean, every step in the sales process is created for a reason. Mm -hmm. We're not here for the sales process. We're here to sell cars and and, 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 and create excited lifetime customers, build a career, take care of our family, Right. And to do that, there's a certain things that need to be done over and over. And when I shortcut those things, I shortchange myself and my customer and my dealership, don't I? I shortchange mm-hmm. everybody. And so we need coaching, right? We so do. be encouraged out there if you're being coached. Be a, be a good player. Take the coaching, right, with humility. You're right. 
You're right. I should have done that. Let me go do it, right? Uh, if you're a coach, try to coach and police uh, well. Jamie coached and policed you well. Train, trust, and verify. Mm-hmm. How did the dealership tour go? In other words, I, I know, know you, you did. did it. Why wouldn't you? That's what we talk about. Then you were a good player, and you said, I didn't do it. Quite frankly, last two sales, nobody asked me, and I made them anyway. <laughs> right? So Jamie says, no worries. Let's go do that, and I'll be back ready for you. What a great coach. Mm -hmm. That's what our dealership playbooks teaches our sales managers, our sales coach to do. Partner at the desk, ask good desk questions, right? Mm -hmm. To help our team do what they need to do to win. And winning to us is living with joy, peace, and satisfaction. That comes from a healthy pride. Healthy pride can only come from what? Self-approved conduct. That's right. Shortcutting is not self-approved conduct. Mm -mm. This is kind of cool how this all fits together. It is. We're so glad you you are joining us for these episodes. This this podcast is dedicated to helping you be better today than yesterday. Today, Grace humbly walked through her, her, her experience with police and belief management. We have so many examples of this. I'm sure we're going to cycle back to this. And, of course, you guys are seeing already, I think, I don't know uh, even what how many episodes we have, a dozen or more. See, I think you're seeing the interdependence of the things we're talking about. Right. That things su- that we're talking about support each other. And that's kind of, again, the natural law. The ecosystem of our planet supports each other, right? right. One thing feeds the next. Isn't that true? That's true. And in our lives, one feed, thing feeds feeds the next. And if we can focus and be mindful on the things that make us better, we become more, we're a benefit to more people. And we benefit, we live with that healthy pride that creates joy, peace, and satisfaction. And everybody we touch today will benefit. Like us, follow us, send us a note, share us on Facebook, something like that. You know what? I think that everybody that you know wants to be better than they are. Just a lot of people yet need policing to do it, right? So maybe not police your friends, but say, hey, do me a favor and check this out and tell me what you think. One of the things you can do to help build that accountability to friends is share the things that are making an impact on your life, right? That's right. Good selling. 